Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on, travelers? Thank you for tuning in to the 12th episode. Is t- I keep losing track. Is it 12 or 13? Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the 13th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton, and with me is Pharaoh. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? How are you this week? What have you been up to? I'm um, doing good. Um, been actually prepping with a new podcast that I have coming out. Um, Dude, you're doing like a thousand podcasts. All the podcasts is what I do. <laughs> but this one is a, like an expansion on um, our Arcane podcast that we have. Okay. Chronicles of Runeterra, by the way, for anyone that wants to know. It's for the Arcane series and uh, all the League of, Legend- Ugh, League of Legends shows that are coming out um, in the future. But... Basically, now we're taking shows and movies, and we're going to be reviewing and talking about those um, in its own podcast outside of League of Legends and Arcane. So that way, all those people that you know loved the Arcane show can also enjoy us talking about other stuff, too. So for any of you guys interested, um, click or skip. Um, you can go ahead and check that out. It's on Spotify and everything. There's only one episode up as of right now uh, going over Kenobi. Um, so make sure to give that a, a look-see but i was gonna ask you any i actually forgot i was gonna ask you behind the scenes but i need you to get on that show with me too like you have to come on for some shows wait please so. because i've yeah i want to so bad and i think like i think stranger things is probably the first one that you should come on for dude i just finished oh this is like perfect segue because this is exactly what i was going to talk about <laughs> my wife and i just finished the uh, part two because it just came out like the other day mm-hmm I had no idea that it was only two episodes, part two. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I knew it was only two episodes going in. I have not watched them yet, though. Uh, I am about to be finishing up with, with um, part one episode with the episode prior to the new. Oh, okay, new yeah, so yeah. I'm make sure there. you. I'll be making my way. Make sure you set aside some time to, uh, like, a good amount of time because. The first episode of part two is like only an uh, an hour, I think, or mm-hmm. an hour and like ten minutes, and then the second one's a hefty two and a half hours long. Oh, I thought that it was. Uh, my buddy was telling me about that. Uh, he said it was two hours. He didn't tell me it was two and a half, but yeah, I I heard that it was a hefty episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it, I'm looking forward to that one for sure. It was very good. I have my thoughts, but yeah, dude, I would love to join you for that because, and any other fandom really because. Obi-Wan, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. like anything Marvel or like pretty much like anything that has to do with like nerd fandom, mm-hmm. I'm into. So sweet deal. Awesome. 
start off the episode, we're going to have some review readings. We have like housekeeping to do because we're getting backed up now. I feel kind of bad because some of these have been sitting for like like a little, <laughs> over, little over a week. So we have two review readings we're going to do and then we'll have one for next week unless we have new ones pop up. So yeah. uh, the first one is from JLaser111. Uh, they say perfectly covers everything. These guys are really good in this podcast on covering update info and events and everything in between. I really enjoy listening to them and find them very relatable. So thank you for that review. And that was sweet. a five-star review. Huh? Oh, I said sweet. Like, Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I thought you said wait. I'm like, wait. Oh, no, no, what? no. Sorry. No, no. Sweet. No, no. no. You're, we're, you're good. we're relatable. So thumbs up to us, basically. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so thank you for that review. And then we also have one from Decim19. He said... <laughs> Leaving review for the clout. At least he's honest. <laughs> True. Uh, first podcast of Genshin that I listened to, probably because it's like, like the only one out there, uh, <laughs> and enjoy the content. Hosts are great and learning so much from the podcast and the Discord server. Awesome. Glad you're getting use out of the Discord server and glad you guys are enjoying the show. Yeah. All right. We got a bunch of news. We finally got our 2.8 live stream, Yes. which was full of stuff that I'm excited to talk about. Yes. Uh, but we'll start off with some of the smaller stuff. And the first bit of news that we have is that Genshin is now available on GeForce Now. And this was a news piece from last week that I I completely missed somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is now a June 23rd release date for Genshin Impact. So it's, it's already available. You can go play it. I know some people in our Discord... Have already been streaming it, and they say it plays great. Even in their like little uh, news article, uh, they said that you know after pot like a- enormously positive feedback. So apparently, mm-hmm. it's really good, and people enjoy it. So I won't be streaming the game, but yeah. that's it still what you guys baffles are into. me that we don't have the Switch version out, but right? we have this version. But yeah. all right, <laughs> is what it is. I'm glad it's on more things. Can't be mad about that, but yeah, I, I do want that Switch version to come out soon. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I don't know. You you would think I would I was like hoping that by 3.0 that we would get the Switch port. You would think that like with uh, yeah. the intro, introduce the Dendro element, like it's a big like that's gonna be a huge update, right? Massive. So like yeah, and that's gonna pull a like a lot of n- new people in, especially like imagine how many kids and families have switches and then you throw yeah, like, a, this br- like a, a really perfect, good free-to-play game like yeah this is like a perfect like you know everyone game too so like mm-hmm. it definitely has a huge audience waiting for it on the switch certainly bigger than g-force i would imagine oh so, yeah uh, like I, i'm not sure what the hang-up on that is not to mention there was literally like a trailer that they had for it on at launch for switch and then, like, all this time later, we still haven't had that thing delivered yet. So, I don't know what the deal is or on what side the issue is, as if it's Nintendo or... Um, I think Koyo, it is. But I, I think so. Nintendo's big sticklers, from what mm-hmm. I hear. So, yeah. yeah, we'll have to see. But either way, hopefully that will come soon. With the release of 3.0, that would be an awesome little addition, for sure. Agreed. We also got some new wallpapers. Um... We got the Hidden Dreams in the Depths wallpaper series. So it's got Ito, Yelan, uh, or Yelan, I should say, 
Chow, mm-hmm. Yanfei, Kuki. They're they're really good looking. Um, yes. But you can get those off of the Genshin Impact officials account on uh, Hoyo Lab. And this one I just literally downloaded right before we started recording. And this is a Genshin Impact live wallpaper. It's called Hanamizaka's Aspirations. And it's it's really just Ito and a bunch of different sceneries. But it's a live wallpaper. It's got music. Um, And this is on Hoyo vs. Nova desktop app. Which I've been meaning to download and try. Mm -hmm. But... I never did until just now, and I'm super glad I did because the live wallpapers are awesome. Yeah, this isn't like what a lot of people are thinking right now. Whenever you think of live wallpaper, you're thinking fairly static image with like a few moving parts. No, this is like a cinematic experience, basically. Yeah. Com- complete with music that it runs through. So uh, this this was pretty cool. It is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, and that's available on Windows and Android it says Android pad version, so I'm assuming it's just like an Android-like tablet. I that's for tablets, yeah, Android tablets. So if you guys are into that, uh, check those out. Like I said, they're really cool looking. We got some gameplay details for the Core of the Apparatus event. Uh, during this event, you're helping Bertrand, who is a Fontaine mechanical toy maker, and Inazuma gather materials and build test products. To obtain redemption vouchers, which you will then use to uh, cash in for a couple toys. Uh, this event is going on now, so it is live, and it'll run until July 11th, 4 a.m. server time. Uh, I think we covered a little bit of this, but if you guys uh, didn't listen to the previous episode, event rank 30 or above, you need to complete Rito Escape Plan, part of the Archon Quest, which would be Chapter 2, Act 1. And then you also need to complete the world quest, Chisato's letter. Uh, how are you liking this so far? Uh, <laughs> you know, I hate to be a broken record about this, but once again, it feels very low effort. <laughs> so it it it's at least like the payoff, at least seems to be better than the previous one, which was the what was it the the mud in the in the chasm mm-hmm. or something? Yeah, um, that one was very lame to me, but. Uh, this one, at least you get like an interesting little like toy thing out of it at the end that, um, you can keep. Yeah. And so that's, that's cool at least, but the, the lead up for the process, like you and I were talking earlier, it's just like, I haven't gotten to the, the last day yet where you apparently get the day four, I guess, uh, whenever you get the actual robot or get to make the robots. But yeah, I've just been like filling up like a few things every day and that's it. And so it feels really, really boring so far. Um, so yeah, just very low effort again. Like I can tell they're just, you know, buying themselves time before they, uh, before the big 3.0 release. So yeah, the, the, the mud event, I feel like not to get off track from the, from the Mm -hmm. core of the apparatus event, but the mud event, I feel like should have just happened before 2.7. Yeah. Because like even the 2.7 update and the Archon Quest had nothing to do with with cleaning out mud or anything. So, like, I feel yeah, like... it was very random. The mud event was just, like, way... It was, it was way past its time already. And now this, I just... My only gripe with this one so far is it's too spread out. The first three days of the event, while you got, like, a decent chunk of primos for each day, mm-hmm. I feel like it just wasn't enough. 
Not in a all. day. They should have just sma- sandwiched all of the first three days into like one day. Yeah, but once again, that wouldn't work out as well for them because they're trying to. Right, know, they're. I know they're trying to reach as much time out of this as possible. Sure, yeah, but it just, it just like, you know, it's not. Uh, how much? What am I trying to say? It's it. It was very obvious that they're trying to milk the event as much as possible. So they're yes. like, okay, they can break this part up into one day, this part into one day, and this part into one day. But you, in those three days, you really don't, you really don't accomplish much. So no, I, not at all. I get it, but it was just like super apparent. Where like some, I know some events they do this at, but you kind of don't even realize it because maybe there's like a little bit more to do. But this yeah, was. I think honestly, the the best way to go about this, and I, granted, this might be due to some ignorance, some level of ignorance, because I, I don't know how much effort goes into um, making these little robots. But from what I've seen, the amount of robots are basically there's like two kinds of robots, and then there's a whole bunch of different colors of each kind of robot, mm-hmm. right? And um, like, if I were them, I would have done exactly what you said. Which is, you know, combine basically the first three days into like one day. And then for the rest of the days, I would have created probably like five or six different types of robots, even if it's like a little bit of difference, something more than a chroma difference. I feel like that's lame. But um, and then like every day you have to like, you know, build a different type of robot or something and, you know, more effort goes into that. Uh, I feel like that was just like there's better ways to do it. Um but yeah, the way that we got it the first three days was super, super boring. So I don't know. Yep. I no, I I I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Um so there's not a whole lot that goes into it. You're gonna go and collect a bunch of materials from like the local specialties, from different uh different enemies. You're gonna basically fill up a material collector, you're gonna bring it back to Bertrand. Um, then you're gonna give it that elemental charge and the core activation and it will start making toys. Uh, but you don't actually get toys, you get redemption vouchers for a specific toy and then you can cash those in. Or if you have friends or you're in a discord and somebody has a redemption voucher that you wanted but they don't want it, then you can trade it with them, uh, which I think is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think it is worth mentioning, though, that there are two toys um, that are random, mm-hmm. and they can do all of the movements instead of just, like, one. Right. So uh, just keep that in mind. So you have you have two, uh, two types of toys. The one is an owl-shaped toy. And then the other one is called a triped. It looks just like a robot with like three legs. Yeah. Um, but you know they all have different colors. I think they're based off of pyro, hydro, and electro. Yeah. And then um, they all do I different, different movements. animations or something. Yeah. Yeah. Different movements. Yeah. They do all different animations, but then one of the they're called the traveling. So it's kind of just like a like a gimmick on the traveler and because they kind of do look like that with the color scheme um but they are random so uh i I think another um cool way are you are you finished with that part just before i interject with something totally useless 
Yeah, there are, other than that, there are just some challenges that you can do to get, like, Prima Gems and Hero's Wit and Mora and stuff like that, but other than that, go on, what were you going to say? Okay, just, it still pertains to this event, but, like, it's not mm-hmm. something that's a reality, it's more of just, like, a wish of mine, but I think it would be cool if they, and this would take a lot more work, so I understand why they didn't do this, but this is, like, the Pokemon master inside of me that wants to you know utilize this if there was like a, a lot of different ones that you could collect and they all had like you know different like move sets or something to like and you could like battle with them or something like you and a buddy could like battle against each other with them that like would be each, really each funny th- three different moves and it kind of is like a rock paper scissors effect or something and yeah you could do this kind of like battle thing i don't know yeah no that's a good but idea like, yeah like that would be cool and it's like an on you know they could make more robots with more events as time goes on so it could be a constantly playing thing I think that would be at least something interesting, but no, yeah, that would way, be awesome. Yeah, but the way this is, you know, mass so far. Hopefully, they make it a little more interesting later on. Yeah. All right, and then uh, we have the Leyline Overflow event, which it's hardly an event, but yeah. I'll, t- I'll take I'll take it. This will yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this will go live on the Fourth of July, uh, so Freedom Day for mm-hmm. us in the states at least. Uh, yeah. That'll start at 4 a.m. And then it'll go till the 11th of July. So about, what is that, five days, seven seven days. Yeah, always a yeah. week. I, I remember this. Th- these uh, overflow events always do a, always are for a week. Yep. Uh, so you'll go to a, a Blossom of Wealth for Mora and a Blossom of Revelation for the Hero's Wit. And during the event, if you use Original Resin, on these uh, blossoms, you'll get double the awar- uh, rewards without having to use like a condensed resin. So, and Very you'll nice. be able to do that three each day, total of three bonuses each day. Same old same. Yeah. Yeah. Start saving up those heroes wit for all those dendro characters we're gonna get. True. True. All right. Uh, you ready? Two point eight special program. I'm so ready. All right. So before I forget, I want to make sure I credit this person. So uh, I was telling Pharaoh before we started recording that I really hate the new preview pages because while they're very nice to look at, I I liked how they used to just dump all the info because it was very mm-hmm. nice. And now I found somebody on Hoya Lab who does that for me. And their name is Sora Hoshina. So I'm going to basically go through their whole post uh, because they covered the live stream uh, the update and everything uh, very nicely. So uh, I guess we'll start right off with the new character. We got some new info on Shikanoan. Oh, man. Haizu? Hi, Haizu? I think it's Haizu. I think it Hai- ends up being pronounced Haizu, but I'm not ha- sure. Yeah. Uh, I I remember like watching the live stream and being like, oh, I've been saying his name wrong. Yeah. Wait, so was that, does that sound right or was that, no, that it's, sound wrong to you? it sounds, that sounds right. I think I was saying Haiju because of the Z. Mm-hmm. That's just because I'm uncultured. And so, like, I mean, I, I'm the same. So, <laughs> but you it know is, what? I think I'll look it up in the back, <laughs> in the background while you talk. It <laughs> is, I'm, I know the, I know it's a zoo. Like that. Okay. Yeah. It's not Zao or whatever. However, I was saying it before. Uh, so this character is a four-star. We pretty much kind of already knew that. 
Uh, they do wield an animo vision, and they do have a catalyst as a weapon. They have some of the coolest animations. His normal attack is the Fudu-style martial arts, where he's using like a very close combat style of fighting, even though he wields a catalyst. I don't really even see his weapon at all on him. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know how that's going to work, if they're if you're even going to be able to see the weapon or if they just didn't include it in the uh, in the trailer just to like keep it nice and clean. But uh, his elemental skill is the Heartstopper Strike. When you tap this skill, Swift Winds will launch a blow that deals animo damage. And if you hold it, it charges energy to unleash an even stronger blow. Haizu will then obtain a declension stack while charging, which will increase the power of the blow. And when the skill button is released or the skill finishes charging, he will strike forward, dealing animo damage. For his burst, he's going to have the Wind Muster Kick, where he's going to leap into the air and use the Fudu-style Vacuum Slugger. And he's basically going to kick his opponents with like a gush of animo. Uh, and it will explode upon hit and create a vacuum that pulls in nearby objects and opponents dealing AoE animo damage. When the opponent that is hit is affected by Hydro, Pyro, Cryo, Electro, uh, it will cause a delayed follow-up explosion dealing AoE damage of that corresponding uh, elemental type. So this is like awesome. I feel like this is really great. Oh, I was going to say, it's, first of all, like my, my favorite thing about this is that it's it's unconventional relative to what we've seen so far right mm -hmm. we have a catalyst user that's like you know for the most part like using martial arts instead of just like you know straight up wizard cast abilities right so i am a fan of them doing this and i i really hope that this is telling for the future of the game and that they get into more of this kind of um unconventional use of of catalysts or other weapons which um, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, we kind of know a Claymore user that does something a little different, at least that's coming later on, right? So, like, there's there's some things there that they're trying to at least experiment with, and I really like that they're doing it. Um, as far as this kit is concerned, it looks really useful. Um, I definitely want to see, for this one especially, what his... Uh, uh, which constellations are going to be? Because mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to have a lot to do with his viability, since he's a four star. Um, yeah, I'll have to see that. But he, either way, I feel like he's coming with the Klee banner, right? He's okay. yeah. So yep, that's a pretty good segue. Uh, so he's going to be oh, real quick. His passive talent is pre-existing guilt. It basically decreases the sprinting stamina consumption for your party members mm -hmm. for your own party members so in co-op it's still only going to be your two characters uh, but yes he will be released alongside of Klee and Kazuwa in their prospective wish banners oh good he's going to be in both okay yep. yeah Thank he's going to be in both uh but they are released side by side just making you aware that is so yeah. phase one is going to be uh Kazuwa with Haizu and Klee with Haizu, and they're going to be running at the same time. And then phase two will be Yoimiya, and we don't know uh, the remaining five stars for the, either of those banners, other than Haizu for the first phase. Yeah, so originally with what I had kind of seen, I thought it was Klee and Haizu, and then it was Kazuha and then 
someone else that we didn't know yet like just a, a rerun of of another four star um but thank god that's not actually going to be the case because i'm going to be pulling on it's a selfish reason but kaizu i'm going to be pulling on or i mean uh kazuo i'm going to be pulling on him so i definitely want haizu as well so thankfully i'll be able to try to get both at the same time but i was going to be so mad if it was just with Klee because obviously the person that people are going to be pulling on here is going to be Kazuo much more than Klee. So, are you sure? Oh yeah, Kazuo is like one of the most. I think he's like probably top three most useful characters in the game. I mean, I, so, I guess you're right. I just yeah, Klee is I also mean, this is anything, his first rerun too. So yeah, and Klee is just she's like very out of meta. So you just have to kind of like her style i guess Mm -hmm. um but yeah she's like very out of meta and kind of unreliable whenever it comes to dps so yeah that's more of just like a vanity role if anything you know if you like that if you like those uh what do they call them chibi characters i guess or something i guess so um but yeah but definitely glad he's gonna be on both banners so that that is uh very good are you gonna pull on either of these so I'm kind of at a loss here because I'm saving up mm-hmm. because I know that there's going to be, you know, we'll we'll talk about it towards the end because it did come out on the uh, at the very end of the live stream. But we know that right around the corner, we're going to we're going to be going to Sumeru and we're going to be getting the Dendro characters. So I want to save for them, but I don't have either Kazuwa, Klee or Yoimiya. So, yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I have Gene, I have Venti, I have Chow. So I feel like, you know, I kind of, while I really want Kazuha, I kind of mm. don't want to pull on him because I have so many animal like characters. Uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate that he's like literally for sure easily the best one of all the wind characters. But for this, for the sake of of saving your primos because you just rolled hard, right? Oh yeah. I I probably would wait, um, and then like Yoimiya, like very good, but not like a a kind of necessity like Kazuo is. Like Kazuo is much more of a character, at least for meta sake. This is all meta sake, by the way, people. Um, Kazuo is much more of like a meta pull character. Like I said, he's like top three. You can make any team comp work with him. He's incredibly good. Yoimiya, very, very good high DPS character if you want to build a team around her. But once again, like not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, she's more of just like if you want that particular team style with her as your DPS leader. Um, so yeah, for your sake though, since you just pulled on Ito, I probably would wait for the Dendro Archon and and go for that and just kind of unfortunately have to miss the goodness of these two banners but you know i probably won't like not pull i will probably pull you will (laughs) oh yeah yeah i'm gonna pull so which so which one because there's no way you're gonna pull on all three right no i mean if i so the the problem is is that i there's characters that i want more than the others so Mm -hmm. If if I wanted them all the same, I might have just done like, oh, I'll do a ten pull here and then do a ten pull in the other banner and see which one I actually get the character on. But at this point, uh, I'm probably gonna pull for Kazwa and then 
in phase two pull for Yoimiya. Yeah, definitely for sure skip Klee just because you're, you know, you're still tight on the Primo gems for everything that's coming. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Definitely skip Klee. But yeah, for, um, for everything else, it's good. Which, by the way, did we, I forgot if we, did we do the episode after you pulled last time? We did, didn't we? So everyone knows that you got your Edo and everything. Oh, they know I got. They know I got Ido at C two. They know I got Mona, um, right. but but what they don't know because this was like a few days, uh, probably like the next day. I still continued to pull on the banner even with like the Prima gems I was getting from the events and stuff because I still need Goro constellations. Right. But like thirty pull, like twenty pulls in, I pulled another Ido, so I have Ido at C three. Oh wow! So lucky, lucky you. So your cow's up three levels now, right? Yep. Yep. So do you? But you still need more for Goro. How how much? I still need two for Goro. I have the. I got yeah. Uh, I'm at the point now though where I kind of don't. I'm not really pulling on Ito's banner anymore because. I feel like to do the abyss. I feel like mm, I don't really need C six Goro, even though it would like boost the damage like considerably. I feel like it's not actually necessary. Not necessary, but definitely super helpful. And uh, I feel like it's just it's just not worth it to me to just potentially pull another Ito when I could have pulled like a new character that I don't have. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair enough. I mean I I get it. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of have to. I don't, sorry, I don't want to take up a lot of time on this, but it's one of those things where you kind of have to balance the, you know building the perfect team versus getting the possibility of another team. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Be- because you would have a monster of a team if you got the um, the fully maxed Goro, for sure. But um, you're right. Like, you could, you know, build up another team with, with Kazuha, for sure. So We got new story quests. The first one will be Kazuha story quest, and this is his brand new one, and we haven't seen a story quest for him yet. It looks interesting. Uh, some screenshots from the live stream are Kazuwa with like an old looking sword. It's kind of glowing purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like he's going to have a formal duel with an unknown opponent. We don't know who it is. They didn't reveal who it is. Um, and then the last one is kind of one that I want to touch on because it shows Kazuwa forging a blade with a hammer. Yeah. And the hammer is glowing with animo. Yeah, Animo. And uh, he has a purple aura around him, and his eyes are purple, which I don't know if you remember from the Archon quest when he kind of, like, he goes to uh, attack the Shogun, mm-hmm. and he uh, he gets infused with, like, the Electro element from his friend. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, Yeah. From the the other vision that was dead, right? Right. So I feel like, I feel like, we may see Electro Kazuha again. I think you're right. I mean, that definitely like his eyes and the aura. It's purple. The purple sword. Yeah. So that could very well be. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. It. I. So it would be great. And now they didn't talk about the weapon banner. Like there is no yeah. no update on the weapon banner. So I think or at least I would love this. 
I'm pretty sure the sword that he has is his friend's sword that died. Mm-hmm. How freaking awesome would it be if this is his sword that that was his friend's that died? He's fixing it in the screenshot where he's hammering it. Mm-hmm. But you can pull that sword on the banner. I mean, that would be sick. But are we thinking along the same lines of like you would get an electro version Kazuha because if you pulled it? I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I think it would be more interesting if if the weapon when attached to like the weapon just gave off like electro like that like gave off like did electro damage. Right, right, right. That swirled with Kazuha. Like that would be uh, let me I would say that would be so overpowered it'd be ridiculous. But it would be super cool. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're going to do it. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but that would be awesome. That would be super. If it was like a vanity thing where like, you know, aesthetically it just happened, like that would be really cool. Um I do think like a realistic way that they could work this in if this was a route that they wanted to go down is just like um the traveler you could have, you know, an electric or wind version of the character, which would be pretty sick. Um, oh yeah i see what you're saying i I would love for them to go into that with him starting off that trend Mm because that would be pretty freaking cool which right yeah like and that that idea has me so hyped it's it's crazy not to mention i think it would be the first weapon banner a lot of people would actually pull oh yeah i know i would (laughs) so um yeah, either way, though, it's going to be cool. Like, anything to do with him, he's just such a cool character. Like, I'm really looking forward to this story. Yeah. We're also getting a Hangout event for Haizu, uh, which will be Act 1, Trap Him by Storm, where you're going to hang out with Haizu and be a detective for a day, so that's pretty neat. We're getting they, new... They, ev- they love their detective characters, apparently. Two in a row. Two in a... Who's the other detective? Uh, Yolan. Uh, I mean, I guess so. She was a straight-up detective. Uh, yeah, you're right. Her web event really did make... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she's a straight-up detective. So, detective for days, basically. I Personally, I like Haizu better. Uh, as a character or as a, or like their narrative? Their narrative. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I can't say for sure yet, but Elans was, you know, kind of meh. So, I'd hope yeah. his is better. We got some new events. Uh, the first event is the Summertime Odyssey, uh, where the main event will feature the Golden Island Archipelago. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's the Golden Apple Archipelago. It is the Golden Apple, yeah. There are a bunch of different bubbles, and each bubble of the event are going to basically provide different gameplays. Uh, so there is, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, because my cannot pronounce this. This I'm pretty sure this is German, right? Fischl's like like a German character. Oh yeah, yeah, she's okay. German. Um, the Emmernachtrech Keep. Uh, that's the best I'm gonna that do. That was a hundred percent right for sure. Cool. <laughs> That'll have to do with Fischl. Uh There's the Islands Stirring Strings, which will uh, feature Shinian, mm-hmm. uh, the guitar, the guitar character. Yeah. 
Uh, then we will also have the Misty Hilled NG Valves, and that'll be Kazuha. And then we have Temple of the Star Etitudes, which will be Mona. Yeah. Very that fitting. Must, that must be your favorite already. Oh, yeah, already. Uh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a fifth one, which is just called the Serpicer. So, yeah, I will say, um, official, like, I'm really excited to have another experience with official just because I, I think that she is one of the, you know, most inadvertently funny characters in the entire game. Like the, the whole facade thing, the joke facade thing that they have going on that she's this German pr- princess of darkness is hilarious. I, I have to hear more about this thing now. Um, I've been, I think the first event, like the falling stars, the meteor event, um, the one actually I sent you it a while ago. Cause it was the one where they had that ridiculously mind blowing quote on there for the narrative. I don't want to mm-hmm. say anything because of spoilers. Right. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I think I know what you're tr- what you're talking about, yes. Yeah. I, I did not take part in that event because I don't think I was playing then. Yeah, I'll just say that this isn't spoilers anymore because it's way past due, I guess. But the sky is a lie. That's all I'll say. That is like the specific quote from that event. But anyways, that had to deal with Fischl specifically. And it was a really fun event. You got to learn a lot about her personality and like, like I said, this facade that she is um, like acting around. And it was a lot of fun. So really excited to do that. Um, Zinyan, she really annoys me, so I'm not looking forward to that. Kazuha is obviously going to be awesome. Mona is going to be amazing, obviously, because Mona, right? It's going to be your favorite thing for sure. Now you can actually play as Mona while talking to Mona. I know. I, I, well, I, I've already kind of started doing that in my teapot. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's just Mona all the time. Um, but yeah, this is going to be really cool. Judging from the uh, little video that we got, it's going to be a lot of fun. There is a mechanism that will create wind currents and increase characters' plunging attacks. And that will be in the pink bubble with uh, Shinyan. The orange bubble, which is Surf Piercer, they showed, which will have green spheres and will basically, it's like a wave rider event where you're going to uh, break through certain obstacles. Uh, which looks pretty fun. I like when they do stuff that's like outside of combat and it's more quirky. So Right. I will say though, this the trailer that they showed for this event looked more hectic than Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness did. <laughs> it did that's, look really crazy. Really yeah. crazy. Yeah. I was more impressed of the madness portion of, of that trailer than the whole movie of, of Doctor Strange, so <laughs> just throw that out there fair, fair enough yeah uh the second gameplay portion of the uh summer fantasia event is the reminiscent regimen uh mm-hmm. which is the co-op specific event no solo mode how do you feel about this honestly like I, i'm like it's it's good and it's bad like i i do always want to have more co-op in the game whenever possible but whenever you're holding what I'm sure will be primo gems on the line, it feels really bad to, you know, gate that content to co-op. You know what I mean? But if they have matchmaking for it, then, you know, whatever. Oh, I can almost guarantee they're going to have matchmaking for it. Yeah, I think so, too. If they did it, like, without it, that would be not great. But with matchmaking, it makes it a little easier. 
but you know, it's still like a lot of the times with matchmaking content, like you have people with connection issues and it doesn't match up or sync very well. And there's like all kinds of issues that can um, come around from it, or at least that's been my experience. It might be because I have kind of crappy internet, so I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so either way, but playing with your friends and stuff like that, like that's the benefit. So anything that, that gets more multiplayer into the game, like overall, I am a fan of. Yeah, I agree. So uh, in this event, there will be mirages that derive from various adventure experiences, uh, which have quietly appeared somewhere in the Golden Apple Archipelago. You'll face the challenges within them and hone your adventuring skills. Uh, you will take part in these events. Uh, basically, you are going to have a bunch of different challenges where uh, and puzzles like dual pressures, uh, swift assaults, uh, which will and uh, which are categorized by descents and raids and convoys. Uh, well, obviously, like we know what convoys are. We just did one in the in the chasm where we protected the balloon. So you're going to protect the convoy or raft to a destination. Raids are going to be mostly combat related, and descents are going to be, um, I guess, just like a puzzle, like a jump puzzle almost. It looked like. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, so a bunch of cool different things to do in co-op, and I kind of agree with you where you know you don't really want to. Uh, gate the primo gems but at the same time a lot of people me included complain about the lack of co-op experience in this game so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fault them for it uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna assume just like I always do uh, and they do this you know pretty religiously where the prima gems are always locked behind the easiest difficulty so That's yes true. while you need to like be in co-op to get these rewards. It's still not going to be difficult. So I could probably imagine that you'd still even be able to solo this almost on the easiest setting. Yeah. On the easiest setting to get primos. So I wouldn't get too upset over that, but um, I do get what you're saying, especially for people who, like you said, have like really bad internet connections. So they don't do co-op or just, straight up don't want to do co-op but i'm happy with this event i if anything when i saw this and saw that it was co-op only i got really excited because i feel like this is a step in the right direction for them to do more co-op stuff that actually matters yeah definitely i mean i still want to see how the event plays out to see if it's like you know a good co-op event like a legit co-op event Mm -hmm. or if it's just a like frivolous co-op event that's you know like, yay, we made it multiplayer, even though it doesn't really need to be kind of thing. Because they've done a lot of those in the past. True. Um, but yeah, well, either way, though, yeah, you're right. Anything that is more multiplayer should be in the game for sure. Because mm-hmm. it just pushes that that part of the envelope forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are also getting a Evermotion mechanical painting event where you're going to basically... Um, you're going to help Felix Yogu, a person from the court of Fontaine. Um, and he's ha- having some problems, uh, I guess, with like the positioning of gears for these mechanical paintings. <laughs> Looks like we're going to get, uh, when you help him at the end of the event, we're probably going to get like a furnishing of one of these. Yeah. Um, I, it's a I cool so. little puzzle, I guess. It's cool. Yeah. It's 
Yeah. Very reminiscent of the event that we're doing right now. Like a little kind of fun thing to get something in your teapot later. You know? Yep. Yeah. All right. The the juicy stuff. We're getting there. Uh, hidden <laughs> strife during a spontaneous visit to the Dawn Winery on a summer day. The traveler in Paimon noticed something from the past that might pose a threat. This is an event, technically. It is This event is also introducing the Red Dead of Night, which they made a very uh, prominent point uh, that this is the very first five-star outfit or skin for Diluc. Mm-hmm. This event will have Prima Gems, Mystic Enhancement or Character XP Materials, Mora, and Weapon Ascension Materials. Uh, I know I really like this skin. Uh, it is very good looking. It's all red, all black, or all red and black, I should say. Deluke's got a ponytail, super long hair. A very long ponytail, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I didn't even, like, realize at first. Like, I was just like, oh, he's got a ponytail. I didn't actually realize, like, how long his hair actually was in- with this skin. Yeah. Um, but it includes all new, uh, like, idle animations and battle animations as well when you're fighting. So, Yeah, I will say, like, I am a fan of this idea, right? Having, like, five-star skins and stuff like that that actually, you know, have more to them than just, like, a little tweak on the look. Because, um, you know, there's some variability on, on the skins we've had so far, but some of them are very, like minimal effort changes i feel like and uh but to have something like this where like it includes you know all the different animations for the character and stuff like that with a radically different look i am a huge fan of this so my only question is is this something that like you very well might know the answer um is this something that we are going to be getting through the event for free or is this something that we are going to be pulling slash paying for Nope. So, uh, this will not be uh, a reward in the game. So, what is part of the event is basically you're we're getting a backstory on the on the outfit and where it came from and and why he wears it. So mm-hmm. you're in the event you're basically getting like some backstory slash lore on Deluke and his past, which I I've seen some stuff about this and i don't know if it's just been like fan theories or whatnot but from what i heard it's really cool but no this will be on the shop and because it's our first ever quote-unquote five-star outfit and i guess jeans outfit and there was another one uh was keeching yeah a five-star outfit um or a four-star outfit i should say Though I'm almost gonna assume that this one being the first five star outfit is gonna be more more it's gonna cost more crystals than like jeans or keychains would. Right. Which I don't you know, I, I never pay attention to the outfits because I'm someone that just doesn't like until now with this one where there actually is like a crazy change, right? I haven't really cared about any of them till now. I'm not sure what the prices are for the other ones. So I can prepare myself for how much this one's going to cost. Do you know offhand? Um, no, but I can look it up real quick. Actually, I'll go ahead and look it up. You can continue. I'll pull up the okay. Ad. Yeah. Uh, but check it out. It looks really cool. Uh, I'm. I am just 
basically really excited to get some info on the uh, on the backstory of the outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, but s- this event is similar to the Phantom Flow event, where you need to defeat anim- uh, enemies while completing objectives and within a time limit. So kind of a basic event, but other than that, we are getting some background on the outfit. Uh, we are also getting an event called Resonating Visions. Among the many phantasmal conches scattered around the Golden Apple Archipelago, some might play the voices they recorded when being touched, while others might show you projections of the past. Uh, what hidden stories lie within them? And this is basically an event, I guess, that existed prior to this go-around with the Golden Apple Archipelago. Yes, I actually missed this event whenever it originally went through. So I have not played the original. Um, I know about the original just based on like what happened because I did some reading. Um, but I'm not sure if this is the... I think that this is the same event replayed. But I'm not 100% sure. I think it's the same. From what I gathered and how they explained it during the live program was that it's basically the same event, but you're going to get a different story. Okay, yeah. The rewards for this event are obviously Prima Gems, Mystic Enhancement, or Character XP materials, more talent level up materials, and it looks like it's the uh, teachings of freedom, I think is the pinwheel. And I believe that is Fischl's because we are also getting a Fischl four-star outfit. And that will be a reward for this event. And if you want this and you want to make sure that like you get it, you want to do it during the event. Otherwise, it won't be free when the event ends and then, then it will go to the shop. Yeah. So you'll want to make sure that you do that. Also, since we're back on skins real quick. Uh, 1680 is the cost of all of the other skins so far. So I would imagine for the for Deluxe five star, you're probably looking at 2500 to 3k. Yep, that'd be. My I would. Guess. I was gonna say 2500 as well. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Other than that, I think that's really it for mm-hmm. the at least the main portion of the live stream. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's do our break real quick. When we come back, we'll cover the end of the live stream. <laughs> and then we'll do our wish of the week and wrap up the show. Sweet. We are back from our break, and did you see this coming? Did you see that? Did you see it coming that we were going to be getting a preview of Sumeru at the end of this live stream? I absolutely. Well, yes, I absolutely figured it was coming. Um, so yeah, I wasn't super surprised. I would have been more surprised if they didn't show something. Let me put it like that. Okay, because uh, we were getting dangerously close, and we already knew a good amount more. Uh, by this time, basically, relative to Inazuma. So, right, right. Yeah. So, it opened up with a character that we don't know who they are. 
Uh, they didn't give us a name. We You don't see the character. It's just a black screen and they're talking. And basically they're talking about how they're excited to see us and uh, they're going to see us soon. And then right after they were done talking, it just went to straight, you know, video footage of Sumeru. And for an audio podcast, or for an audio uh, podcast, this is probably <laughs> like super bad. But it's very green. Obviously, we kind of knew that that was happening. I know there were people who thought, oh, it's going to be a desert. I don't know why mm-hmm. people thought it was going to be desert. I guess because well, of the Egyptian-looking characters. It's supposed to be split into two different types of environments, to my understanding. Well, okay, so, so that's why I thought. And I was kind of going to lean into that a little bit and say, is this in a, like an oasis? Yeah, I think that this is because from from what I've heard, there's there is this jungle environment, and then I heard there's a desert environment, and this is definitely more of the foresty jungle environment. Okay, um, so well, then, this is definitely supposed to be like an oasis scenario. Uh, it looks like we got some really big trees. Yes, it looks like we have some houses hanging from trees. Mm-hmm. That looks cool. Definitely, I I, I like it. It's I love. The jungle, I love it. It looks awesome. There's, I, there, it's not. There's not much else to say. Honestly, this looks like a different game, almost kind of. Yeah, I think that this is for sure going to be an amazingly cool update because I think that this is the biggest like dissonance aesthetically whenever it comes to the environment that we've had from anything so far. Right. This is like, you know, just hyper green gorgeous um you know gorgeously animated environments that are like heavy jungle style and i I dig it like and they went all in with like as you said you you got like the houses hanging from the the giant trees um there's also ones on the ground as well but they're more like kind of like tp stick figure-ish um so i like those but yeah the environment is really cool they really leaned into it um yeah it's a lot of fun looking and obviously just as you were alluding to before we knew it wouldn't have made sense if that if it was just desert right because it's dendros like the element so we knew mm-hmm. that it had to have some kind of you know lush greenery in there um so yeah this is amazing i can't wait to play around in it because it looks cool especially all these giant plants that you see too like these giant plants and flowers man looks awesome yeah, I agree. And it's, I like second to just like, this is like probably like one of my most favorite environments where it's very green and there's like lots of trees and like vegetation. So I'm really excited. And it looks like we're getting, it's made up of some islands too. So yeah, supposedly it's like tons of islands. I, I heard somewhere, I have no idea if this is accurate or not, but like overall the area that this um new place takes up is like almost two times bigger than inazuma oh good i don't know if that's accurate or not i'm assuming that's also including like sea space in between the islands as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah like that's that's what i heard so we'll have to see but either way very cool i really hope that there's that this isn't just like you know very specific pictures and angles of 
one spot where there's just a lot of this stuff, like just on this one island. I hope that there's tons of islands like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully that is the case. There is one picture of like kind of a, a sweeping view. Um, and it looks really large and, and pretty vast. So I, I'm going to say that it looks like, thankfully, um, that isn't the case, that it's all just concentrated on one small area. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it, it's going to be as interesting and diverse as I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to touch on the fact that there is a screenshot on this post uh, by Soroshina. Uh, and it's the picture of the Statue of the Seven with the uh, Dendro Archon at the top with the flower. Mm-hmm. And in the background, you can kind of see where the lush jungle area kind of just blends into the desert. Yeah. So um, I think that's worth pointing out. But uh, overall, I was really hyped to see to see this. Um, I was really happy with what I saw. I think it all looks beautiful. I love the humongous, not even like humongous trees, but the flowers are like exactly. also like ginormous. Yeah, like it, it really gives you like the the feeling of like this, you know, how should I say, like the dendro power, like really flourishing here in this environment. Like yep. it, it feels powerful, which is the feeling that you want whenever you walk into this space. Um, also there, it looks like there's some kind of giant machinery in there as well. Yeah. Almost has, like ruins or something. Yeah. Cause it has like vegetation on it and stuff like that. So obviously it's been there for a long time. It's all mossed over and everything. So that'll be really cool to explore. I'm sure that they're going to have, um, some stuff there. Uh, so yeah, like just really cool stuff. And this is only just from some, some pictures in a quick little video. So yeah. Yep. I'm looking, I'm a looking extremely forward to this yeah off to a very good start i would say for sure let me let me ask this real quick before we move on are you still thinking that it is going to be 2.8 and then right into um sumeru uh sumeru or no? oh yeah 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 i don't think there's going to be a 2.9 uh mm-hmm. i think we're going to wrap this up and, you know, I can see the next live stream just being all about the new Archon Quest because we got no new Archon Quest this, uh, this update. Right. So right. I would assume that we're going to get a new Archon Quest and they're going to show that off uh, for 3.0. It's their anniversary. I think they're going to completely skip 2.9. Yeah, I'm... I'm in agreement with that. Or their their maybe their anniversary's not. I'm sorry, maybe that was wrong. No, I think we worked it out so that it, it was going to be at least just around the time of um, their anniversary. Oh, I lied. So that's September, end of September. When is that's their anniversary? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought we said it was the end of August or something. I thought so too, but. Uh, I was probably wrong. So, mm, okay. But well, I, hold on. So we have the whole second half of this month, or first half of this month, and the thirteenth is the new update, and then, oh yeah, I see. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. Either way, it's gonna be interesting. We won't have to wait too much longer. If that's not the case, you know, we'll find out. Yep. 
Other than that, that wraps up the 2.8 special program. Super excited to see Sumeru. Mm-hmm. And we got some awesome stuff coming. And I'm really excited to finally be able to see the Golden Apple Archipelago because I didn't get to see that before. So, Yeah, definitely. I agree. All right. And now we will go into our wish of the week. All right. You go first. All right. So this will be so funny if you pull and you get Ito again. I'll be so mad. I mean, well, I would be pretty amazed because how many pulls since your last one at this point? Probably not too um, many, right? Yeah, I'm I'm actually already in. Let me look. Oh, only six. Yeah, so if you pulled an Edo, you would be jumping for joy. Because you barely wasted any primos getting to your next pull. Unless True. are you on a guaranteed right now or no? No, you're not no, on a guaranteed. No. On a, so that would be amazing if you did it. Yeah. Alright, here I go. Let's do it. Oh, I've got so it's a four star. Okay. It is the rust bow. Uh okay. Which I use Rust for child. So okay. he has a refinement rank three Rust bow now. Alright, here we go with mine. I'm seeing straight blue. <laughs> oh no. Uh I got Skyrider Sword. Yippee. Yeah, level material. <laughs> All right, I'm actually glad that I didn't pull anything there, so <laughs> it works for me. Um, all right, yeah, we're gonna have to do better. Well, we'll do better when we have when we have the new banners because you'll you'll be doing ten pulls, right? Yeah, I'm gonna. I already said I'm gonna do a ten pull for sure on the. I might even do two ten pulls on uh, the next one. Sweet banners. Yeah, Pharaoh, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, so a couple of different places. Um, so, of course, you can find me on the Discord for this podcast right here, which should be in the description at the least, right? Yeah. So then, yeah, we will have the Discord.me coming for it, so don't worry. Um, and then you can find me at uh, Chronicles of Runeterra. Um, that is an arcane podcast, as I mentioned before. Um, and then uh, also you can find me on Dislight Directive, which is a podcast all about uh, the mobile game Dislight. We also have a Discord for that, discord.me forward slash the directive. And then you can also find me on the new show that I mentioned, Click or Skip. Um, so make sure to check that one out as well. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. If you guys want to get a hold of the show, we are on Twitter, and that's at HoyoCast. And you can also join our Discord. We have very friendly people in there and it's growing we had a lot of new people join this uh this past week yeah there was like three or four that joined in one day actually yeah and it's so funny to me and i hope i hope you know i i had to send out messages because the bot was being really weird mm-hmm. where i would have i was i had a coworker test it and join and the reactions won't weren't working to give them the member role which oh no allows you yeah so if you join the Discord, it looks really weird because you will only see the <laughs> rules and info channel, and then like you have to react with the green check mark emoji, and there's already there, so you just gotta press it. Yeah. And then when you press that, it will automatically give you the role, and then you'll see all the other channels. So, but there's like six people who have joined the Discord but haven't selected the check mark, and I'm just like, I sent messages out to some of them saying like, hey, just making sure like you're not having issues with the bot. Right. But let me know, and they don't message me back, so uh, whatever. <laughs> not, not your fault at that point. You've done what you could. Correct. Uh, but, yeah, join the Discord. It's a lovely time in there. Um, 
If you guys would like to, you can leave a review for the show. I should have mentioned this after we read our reviews. But if you guys leave a review in Apple Podcasts, uh, we will read it on the show for you guys. Uh, like Desim said, you guys can leave a review for the clout if you want. Uh, but let us know how you like the show, if you hate the show, uh, whatever your thoughts are. <laughs> it would be weird for them to leave a five-star review whilst saying, I hate the show. So. You know, I wouldn't put it past like somebody are, to do that. There are trolls in this world that could happen, yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. All right, uh, so that's it for our episode this week. Not sure what we're going to get next Monday. Are we going to get the update then? Um, no, I don't. No, it'll be right so, before the update, so yeah. we probably won't have a terrible amount of news, but I'm sure we can talk about some of the events. Yeah, so. for sure. Alrighty, enjoy the episode, and we will see you guys next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.